you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. <laughs> What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Back of Movie News. Today on the show, we're talking about what, Chase? We're talking about disappointing box offices <laughs> and niche films. And The Mandalorian and Disney Plus has just dropped today, so stay tuned for that because we're going to be talking about it right here on this episode of Back of Movie News. <laughs> Everybody, I'm Casey Samson. And I'm Chase Cupo. How you doing today, Chase? I'm doing well, Casey, and it's been a good day. Oh, been it's a been, good day. It's gonna be a good week, dude. We oh, have yeah. the Mandalorian today. The Mandalorian. We also have Jedi Fallen Order coming out. Jedi Fallen Order's coming out and this week. Okay, so and the Mad Rabbits are playing a show on Saturday. <laughs> it's all coming together. It's all coming together. Okay. Oh yeah. So um I gotta tell you one thing. Which up? Is that well? You already know this, but at work, dude, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and this guy, well, the homeowner, he was like watching. Um, are you gonna put those? On? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. We were talking about this, dude. Those glasses suit you so fucking. Oh, absolutely, well. man. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like I'm doing an interview. <laughs> I need um, a cigarette. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right into your face as you're trying to ask a question um so he was like watching the mandalorian like in the background and i could have not like blasted music loud into my headphones oh my god and my co-workers are trying to ask me questions at the same time and i don't want to hear a damn thing but then eventually i was like dude i heard you watching the mandalorian like and he's like actually like a big star wars fan so i was yeah. like how did you like it like dude this is my second time watching it. I woke up at 2 a.m. This is my <laughs> oh, boy, second time today. It was like, wow, okay. Ah, that's right, good. The only downfall is that it's 38 minutes, but I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, that's fine. Whatever, you know? That's good. I don't want to have a great time with it. But the more oh, yeah. important thing is that we will be doing a best seat in the house mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. we're watching The Mandalorian. So then, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we probably might do a recap episode depending on the time afterwards. Might be. We'll see how it works out. Okay. What's the first thing that we're talking about? First thing we're talking about is Dr. Sleep. Kason, just real quick, uh, tell me how you like it. But first, yeah. we did see it over the weekend. We did. But first, I, I didn't see the numbers. I can't remember it. But, I mean, it it, it, it tanked. tanked. Oh, my no, God. Like, next to no money. Like, below, like midway, that movie uh, about uh, Pearl, Har- Pearl Harbor came out. And it looks good. But still, that made more than Dr. Sleep. But, Kason, how would you like the movie? Oh, my God. I mean, oh my God. I love the movie. Oh, I yeah. really thought, like, the whole premise of it was like, all right, this is going to be some type of cash grab thing. Honestly, you kind of pushed me. If it was up to me, I probably wouldn't have gone and seen it, so that's probably why it's like it, yeah. it has tanked. But um, I loved it for what it was, and it was just the, the perfect amount of nostalgia. A lot of the times I took the uh, right. A lot of the times I didn't really understand a whole lot of, like, the motive between um, the antagonist characters, like yeah. the reasoning for do that, that was probably the biggest miss out of out of the entire thing. Yeah, but I mean, kind of spoiler, whatever. When they go back uh, to the place of like yeah, the, the Overlook place, Hotel. Like, yes, yeah. Um, oh, I couldn't. The, all those shots, like where the like the doors broken and everything, yeah. and then he's, he matches his face. Symmetry, his face, baby. Parallel. 
the interesting thing was is like I was like because the entire time we're like we gotta see Jack Nicholson he's gotta be oh yeah the original uh, I can't remember his wife um, they I forget her name footage of that happening but I feel like there was something with Jack Nicholson because we had the technology to the age yeah so he must have wanted nothing to do with it probably rightfully so yeah. but they got a guy who looks pretty much on par it was especially from the side of what Jack Nicholson Nicholson. <laughs> Um, looked like in what year did that movie come out? Oh gosh, 1980, I believe. What was it set? No, I'm pretty sure it came out in 1980. Mm. But no, but it was in the 80s. Mm. But um, no, the movie was pretty good, Casey. I mean, we had a we had fun watching it, making jokes the whole way, but still involved in it. Uh, I put it to my I put it best to myself when I was just at home sitting. I said I didn't say I was thinking. I don't talk to myself. I was I thinking. <laughs> I fucking swear. I was thinking that this is not The Shining 2. I know that the book Stephen King wrote isn't The Shining 2, and the inst- and Mike Flanagan, the director, chose an interesting balance between having enough callbacks to the movie while making this an adaptation of the book. I thought it was well handled overall. I liked the score. The movie itself was long, but it didn't feel too long. Pretty much that's the, a good point though because we were like God that was like a long movie or whatever yeah it was like but two and a half hours fun with it oh yeah like there was like you know I feel like mo- most of like the old school like he, Stephen King like movies that like come out or whatever they don't have like that comedy aspect but no. I think what Andy Muschietti did like with it like kind of making it a little more like not lighthearted but just like those comedic yeah. moments or whatever that help like break up the film that actually make it more fun so yeah. I think like he's almost establish a blueprint honestly i think this movie comes down just to the strength of mike flanagan the director his choices because i honestly i know a lot of people have issues with the movie a lot of people wanted the shining 2 like the movie like a sequel to the movie and and there's just some other issues that people seem to have that make it boring to a lot and at one point i can't remember it was like probably 30 minutes in before we you before you looked at me and said like oh this is a great flick it was before then uh, I thought to myself for a second. I was like, you know, this could have been super boring, but so far, I'm I'm yeah. just interested. I just think the the director and he wrote it too. He he made strong enough choices to where this movie, while it's not perfect, it's not like it's you you don't have to see The Shining or you know or vice versa. You don't have to see this, it, but it's just a good experience. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I would definitely go check it out, especially if you like The Shining. I mean, it's cool for you because you saw The Shining fairly close to like. Yeah, I just saw it. Yep, great so. movie good man yeah that's right and the set design was was amazing and the scoring was great oh yeah and the uh the visuals in there have you looked at your bathtub the same way <sighs> yeah i actually managed to forget about it quickly okay they showed the lady in the bathtub a lot oh god yeah but right all right okay so let's talk about something else okay yeah talking about the unfound it's a david f sandberg is going to direct a horror film for netflix called the unfound or the unsound Unfound. I'm pretty sure it's the Unfound. It might be the Unsound. Unsound sounds stupid. So does Unfound. Anyways, uh, David Sandberg, he's directed a couple of our favorite films, Annabelle Creation, Shazam. Uh, excuse me. Uh-oh. So this movie is... Is this the right picture? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> I don't check. it's an adaptation of a graphic novel, a comic book, by Cullen... Bun or Boone, don't know how to pronounce it, with art by Jack T. Cole. The story is about a psychiatrist who goes to a mental asylum, one her mother was committed to before. Now, she isn't there on assignment, though. She's a patient this time. She's going to discover dark and scary secrets and stuff. Not huge news, Kaysen, but I just wanted to mention it because, honestly, sounds like an interesting premise, and I want to see what 
this guy does going back to horror. I, I mean, he did Lights Out, Annabelle Creation. Uh, he did one other, I think he did one other feature-length horror film for his studio. He started in horror. He showed that he can do a superhero movie in Shazam. He did in, uh, incorporate elements of horror. But this, it's on Netflix. They're going to be able to take probably a little bit more more risks than you would with a material like this in a you know in a theatrical release or for a different studio. So overall, just the project just sounds good overall, and I'm excited to see it. And I'll probably forget about it until I see like someone the this top whatever movies on Netflix. But still, David F. Sandberg horror Netflix good combo. Good for you. I mean, I'm really yeah. not showing much interest. In it's a great that way at all. to stay in shape, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, something else you're not interested in. I just got to mention it. Tremors Island Theory, baby. Tremors number seven is on its way. Uh, I still haven't watched the sixth one yet. It's still in its plastic wrapping in the Blu-ray at home. Oh. But I am excited to watch it one day when I get to it, and I'm excited for the next one. Uh, the star, the series star, Michael Gross, who you know he's always now he's the one who's pretty much producing and writing them. I think. He said that John, I think it's Heater or Header from Napoleon Dynamite, is going to star in it as well. That guy. Jackie Cruz from Orange is the New Black is also going to star. Supposedly, the plot follows a playboy, a rich playboy, who brings graboids to an island for some reason. I missed that part. Yeah, sport, war, plans, who knows. It's Tremor 7. Vacation, just a, a, a good... Just a good vibe, honestly. I mean, like I said, Tremors is just a kind of a, a silly thing to watch now. I mean, it kind of always has been, but you know what I mean. But Michael Gross with uh, with the guy from Napoleon Dynamite, it just it works. Honestly, boom goes the dynamite. They keep finding new ways to keep me interested in Tremors when I should not care about these movies, <laughs> and I love it. Anything at all? No, not really. I don't okay. really give two shits about Tremors. Slide into one more thing that, just, once just, again, we can slide you, in. You know? Going through one more thing, we can slide through this one pretty quickly, too. It's Paranormal Activity, man. The seventh Coming film back. in the series. Yeah, they're bringing it back. Uh, there's a release date set for March 19th, 2021. Previously, Jason Blum and the director of the first six movies said that they would not continue with them unless they had something they thought was worth doing or had some new idea but now apparently they do i guess at least one of them does uh, i didn't see anything about the director returning uh, all i saw was the release date but uh i don't know Kason. honestly it's probably just going to be mediocre i know the films for me got worse as they went i mean oh, the course. first the first two i re- pretty much really liked and the third one was cool and you know it had one that one scene that you liked with all the people in the garage and stuff i don't well didn't like so there was some good aspects as it went on but i started losing interest i mean number four was kind of cool because it was set in henderson nevada yeah which spooked us uh, out yeah interesting choice specifically henderson yeah what the fuck (laughs) not vegas not north las vegas fucking henderson north las vegas would be the scariest place (laughs) but um uh yeah and then the the marked ones and the the dimension stuff it just oh tell them i said what's up what's up Uh, tell them i said what's up tell them i said what's up I did call. You oh, didn't answer. I, I did, but um, I love you, Dad. But uh, it's just okay. Yeah, yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just don't think. Unfortunately, I can't imagine because it's going to be the what? same found footage. What? It's going to be the same found footage aspect that they did before, or whatever. I can't imagine them having some new and really good idea to start the paranormal activity again. I mean, is this yeah. the one that take pl- took place in Henderson, Nevada? Because I swear, like these homes, like just. No, this is number two. I forget where it was. It, I Arizona? think it's. 
I don't know actually. It's in the same well, place as the it's something. in the same place as the first one, but I don't remember okay. where that one was. Um yeah, I it's I feel just, like you've waited too long too. Yeah, like I said, it, this is just this is not the property to revive. The only thing is that these movies cost so little to make, like so so little. It's like like they spent like fifteen thousand on one on like the first one or something. Fifteen thousand. I think they the thousands. Yeah, they spend so it, that might be a, a a lower number than I'm thinking. It could have been like fifty k or something, but still. It's so it costs so little to make these movies. That's why they keep bringing them back because uh, it, the, even if they don't, even if this bombs, basically, it's not totally gonna bomb because people are interested enough, and you're gonna make your money back if you get like a good solid two three week run. Yeah, but yeah, you know what looks like shit, The Invisible Man. Oh, absolutely. Most, most of the shit that Blumhouse is putting out currently, just zero interest. No, it looks dude. Like garbage. Oh, the, there was a trailer for Fantasy Island. The, they're doing it. Oh, Blum. I think that looks like shit. It doesn't look like total shit. To me, it looks like there's going to be... I'm going to try and check it out. I feel like there's going to be moments where I... I, I uh, once It's going to be a movie where you see there was a good angle they could have taken, but it's just not going to work. <laughs> yeah, Blumhouse, they've had a couple hits, but most of the time they've stayed true to their... What seems to be their philosophy, which is quantity over quality. Because every once in a while, they just hit. Like, they struck gold when they produced Get Out. Uh, and and Halloween, Us, that? yeah, did they? Yeah, they did it. Us, Get Out, Halloween. They just there's a couple. Was Midsummer? No, no, no. That was eight twenty four. Yeah, okay. it just Blumhouse seems to almost. They got lucky a couple times, I think, or they right. made the right call a couple times, and and then overall, it just name brand keeps them in the game. Yeah. All right. Um, leading into this, Chase, what is everything that you're trying to? Uh, probably get out of the mandalorian because i mean the one thing that's like off the top of my head is like i know it's going to be a great show great uh, yeah you know it's uh, going to be fun great premise everything but i really just want there to be like the kind of tv shows like where there's some like twists like breaking bad type shit you know what i mean just like oh my god like you know because if i'm yeah. just like kind of just along for the ride like that's a cool shot oh that action scene was pretty cool exactly if there's nothing there that's like in the story, like most TV shows, I like, got like that aspect in like Game of Thrones. I mean, I don't yeah. watch it, but I know there's like a lot of crazy twists in there. Yeah, Breaking Bad, for an example, some even The Sopranos. You know, this Stuff is like this is really this is the first attempt outside. Of, this is probably the first attempt to do. I mean, technically Rogue One, maybe, but the first attempt to do something really kind of new. Yeah. This is an original story. It's there's no it's not totally it's not about the skywalkers at all. It's not going to be super influenced by force users and lightsabers. So um it is so I'm interested to see just how the vibe is. This is what Ryan Johnson was talking about at one point when he was starting to develop his mo- to develop his movies where it's like he was saying like a uh, uh, you have to you have to try and find what makes Star Wars Star Wars without just throwing lightsabers and and Luke Skywalker at people, you know. So this is going to be an interesting exercise in that. Thanks, man. And then uh, it wasn't totally my words, but thanks, man. But um, but um, yeah, I lost my it's train the of thought. It's it is the glasses. glasses. <laughs> it just it, they they get the message across, you know. <laughs> oh, and then I agree with you. It's um the movie. It the show is going to be entertaining, probably no matter what. And I'm going to like being in the world, escaping to it. But but that's not hard to do. Exactly. But you're, I can do that for literally anything. This is when one of those years where I have just like liked or loved every fucking movie. It's great. <laughs> it's a great year. But you're right. This movie has – this show has to do – it has to be interesting. And I think we'll, we'll see how well they set up 
the future because this is probably going to be something that could run up to like five seasons i imagine it might be shorter than that but still but so this is it's going to be important in these first few episodes if we see if they set a good foundation for the world they're building and the plot that they plan on following i was hoping that since it's like the pilot episode that essentially they'd be uh, you know sometimes they'll make it like double the length yeah and then every episode after that it's just kind yeah. of like a setup that'd be cool but uh whatever yes and no but it also makes it a little easier to watch because shows like for me like when i said like breaking bad and stuff or, or supernatural like you have to dedicate like a lot of man hours to that yeah. like it took me to it took me like two weeks to watch through breaking bad it, when i first watched it and you know i, I got on late yeah but that was because like every freaking day i was watching that all over so it's nice yeah. to have the mandalorian where it's coming out weekly for now yeah and just it, it helps, i can dedicate yeah. th- like a little under an hour that's not too hard to do stick with it too yeah yep. when they throw it all at you it's hard to like want to keep going because I feel like there's a level of boredom that you can get. Yeah. Because if you, like, handed somebody everything, it's like, okay, like, what else am I like? You know what I mean? But then... Uh, <laughs> you know what it is? It's like Christmas morning. Yeah, but great morning. Then the rest of the day, you're like, mm. <laughs> what do I do with all this stuff? <laughs> yeah. For some reason, the wrapping paper just sits in the corner. It's like most of the day. You played with the toys for a few hours when you were a kid, and then you were like, mm, go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then we would call each other. Yes. Like, I got a new skateboard. And then, yeah. yeah. All right. That's how it goes. All right, you guys. Well, like I said, we're going to be doing a bit seat in the house, which is uh, just video, video, audio, audio. Just audio. On the Mandalorian, and hopefully we'll be pushing out a review a lot sooner yeah. uh, than later. So, yeah, we'll we see. love you all, and we'll see you on the next episode of Back Movie News. Enjoy the Mandalorian. Bye. <laughs> Back of Moon is today on the show. We're talking about what, Chase? We're talking about disappointing box offices and niche films. And The Mandalorian and Disney Plus has just dropped today. So stay tuned for that because we're going to be talking about it right here on this episode of Back of Movie News. Welcome to the best scene in the house, everybody. I'm Casey Sampson. And- I'm Chase Cupo. How you doing today, Chase? I'm doing well, Case, and it's been a good day. Oh, been it's a been, good day. It's gonna be a good week, dude. We oh, have yeah. The Mandalorian today. The Mandalorian. We also have Jedi Fallen Order coming out. Jedi Fallen Order's coming out.